we live in this age of abundance. And yet sometimes I think a lot of us feel less happy than ever. And I think it's really about being intentional with your time and learning how to kind of what makes you feel good in a healthy way, as opposed to that sort of short term instant dopamine hit, which maybe doesn't like sustain you, right? Finding what really resonates with you, finding your purpose, finding those sorts of deeper sort of things. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dode Mode podcast. On today's episode, I am introducing Jacob Bildy, who is a good longtime friend of mine, and he's diving into the world of meditation, and he made an app for meditation to help people who have never kind of known where to start or you know don't know what to do to start their meditation journey. The app is called Shellivate, totally recommend, and he's going to tell us all about it on today's episode. Cool. Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast, Jake Bildy. You go by Jake or Jacob more? I go by both. Sweet. Awesome. Well, welcome to the podcast. I'm super stoked to have you on. Thanks um, for having me. Totally. Can you give me a little bit of a background on yourself? Sure. Uh, I've had a bit of an interesting, uh, interesting journey to get to where I am. I was homeschooled, as you're well aware. And from then I went on to study at Western for a little bit. Um, somehow that led me to studying at Berkeley for a little bit. Uh, then COVID hit. I dropped out of university. I've been developing different apps and projects, apps, websites, different sorts of software things for a while now. And it's sort of led me into some very interesting spaces. And that's sort of where I find myself now. Awesome. And the reason I have you on here today is specifically to talk about your new-ish app, um, Shellivate, right? Yeah. Um, I want to dive into that and talk about um, the benefits of meditation, what you've been learning about that kind of stuff. And then maybe we can talk a bit about the actual process of building the app and releasing it and stuff like that. For sure. Yeah, cool. so I can tell you why I decided to build Shellivate to begin with. Let's and do that it. Because, um, I found when I first started meditating, it was very hard to build it into a habit. I found um, a lot of when I looked at other meditation apps, they were they're really built for people who are already meditating and have sort of a consistent habit going. And I found for myself, I really did want to meditate. I saw the benefit, but there was a resistance in me to meditating. And I found that my, like, you know, I've been wired to, for these sort of short dopamine releases from, you know, different screens, technology, whatnot, and sort of slowing down and just sitting there. I found that very challenging to kind of maintain that. And so I've been learning a lot about gamification and how to make things really uh, addictive, how they do that, right? With different apps like TikTok or all sorts of different like uh, social media apps, they have different strategies to make things very addicting. And I thought, what if I could direct that towards uh, meditation and help people almost get addicted to meditation when it's the heart at the hardest part, building that habit so that they can go on and then make it into a consistent part of their, their routine. Cool, that's awesome. Have you Have you noticed a difference in your own life since starting the practice of meditation? 
absolutely. I found there's a few different things. I think the first is I find it easier to change my focus. I have ADHD. And so sometimes it's very hard for me to like focus on things I don't want to focus on. And meditation has really helped with that, helped me kind of have more control over where I'm putting my focus. And I think also just sort of centering myself. I think I have a lot of thoughts sometimes. I think we all do that are kind of going through your brain at all times. And they're not always the most productive or useful thoughts. And sometimes they can actually kind of be holding you back. And I think when you meditate, it gives you time to really recognize the thoughts that are going through your brain and uh, select, sort of orient yourself in a way where it's maybe more beneficial. Right. Kind of being really intentional about what's in your mind instead of just taking whatever kind of comes out of the rabbit hole, right? Absolutely. Because you don't really choose what thoughts you think. I think we kind of assume that we're the one making like thinking when we're really more of the awareness and the thoughts are just kind of springing up in our minds. And so recognizing that, recognizing that that can be very useful or it can also be uh the mind is a very powerful uh, tool, but it's a very terrible, terrible master if it's in control of you. That's such a cool distinction to make that, like, Dorian, I am the the awareness. I'm experiencing what's going through my head, but each of those thoughts isn't necessarily me. I'm just the awareness, like, witnessing what's going on, right? I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And like, I'm sure you have thoughts too, where sometimes you'll have a thought and you're like, whoa, I didn't mean to think like, sometimes you'll have thoughts you're not proud of. You'll, you'll think things and you're like, whoa, why am I thinking that? Right. And then you have to recognize that there is a delineation between your, your thoughts and like you, you as the awareness within that's kind of receiving these thoughts and how you choose to act on that. And I think that how you choose to act on it and how you like kind of recognizing that is very powerful. That's awesome. Cool. So through meditation, we can kind of dial into the thoughts we want to be thinking and stuff. Can you talk a little bit about um, what meditation can look like? Because I, I imagine there's many different ways uh, meditation could kind of manifest. Like, for example, uh, religious people might not call it meditation, but I feel like prayer for a lot of people is a similar kind of thing where you're sitting down for a focused amount of time and you know kind of leaving the rest of the world and your problems to go and you know speak about something or or talk to your god or whatever can you, what what does meditation look like for you and do you have any ideas on like different different ways it can manifest for different people sure i absolutely think that prayer is either either a kind of meditation or very similar to meditation. I think it's why I think a lot of people gain, one of the reasons people may gain a lot of value out of prayer, whatever your, your religious background, I think that there's something about kind of connecting with whatever is greater than, whatever you believe is greater than you. I think there's a lot of value in that. I think meditation regardless is... I don't claim to be a meditation expert, by the way. Uh, there are many kinds of meditation. I can tell you what works for me and sort of where I, when I sit down to meditate, what I do is I, I sit and I try to 
I try to clear my mind of thoughts. And a lot of people may do this by focusing on the breath. So just breathing in, breathing out. Maybe that's what works for you. Maybe it doesn't. But just sort of trying to recognize the thoughts that are coming into your minds and then acknowledge them and then let them pass. So maybe like it's not to say that you shouldn't have any thinking because sometimes thoughts will jump into your mind and maybe you're like, whoa, where is that coming from? And so those thoughts are not necessarily bad either, but it's acknowledging that, hey, like this thought is is coming in, but I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it pass. And I'm going to really try to just let myself be present. And I will say this too, which is that the longer you meditate, the more interesting the effects, which is that I've, when I've meditated for like an hour, I open my eyes or I, uh, even if my, my eyes are open after the meditation, I look around and everything is more vivid. The colors are more vivid. Everything is just, you just feel more present. You feel really unbelievably good. And I think part of that is because the brain is often kind of filtering out most of what's going on around you. You only really focus on a few things or you're not even fully there. You're in your minds, right? You're thinking about what you need to do and all the things you need to accomplish. And so I think when we're present and when we can become more present, I really do think that we find it's you can find yourself being happier and just more appreciative of the everyday moments. And do you find that the effects kind of compound as you do it regularly over time? Because I've found when I have started to, you know, try to start meditating, it's very difficult. I, I start going down little rabbit holes and wormholes of different ideas and I go in circles in my mind and the breathing thing, like you were mentioning, that that kind of helps because it gives you something to focus on that's not um not just random thoughts and it is being totally present but do you find that that you're able to be more present the more you actually do this in your day-to-day -day life absolutely and to be honest when i first tried to meditate i didn't get much value from it i really found that um i thought it was very very hard to sort of clear my mind and just focus to begin with i think that initially is actually when it's the hardest because you won't see that much benefit. And I think it's almost like going to the gym where when you first start going to the gym, you may just feel sore and not really feel much of a benefit initially. And you're like, why am I doing this? I found the longer I did it for, eventually I actually started to really enjoy the time that I was meditating and I would start to crave it. It would almost feel like, uh, I would feel like almost like a, a dopamine release from meditating. I'm like, wow, I feel so good. I'm so happy I did this. But it's that initial part that's so hard to get over. And that's kind of why I tried to build, why I built Shellevate, right? Which was because I recognize that, that that is probably what holds most people who try meditating back from making it consistent. And so if I can gamify it and make it easier, that like use sort of some of these tricks to help people kind of stay engaged and just keep going a little bit farther, get them past that stage. And then I think they could really enjoy some of the benefits of meditation. That's awesome. I love how how meditation can be what you're talking about, like that little dopamine rush and starting to really work it into your your life. It's like such a healthy alternative to those little almost like fake dopamine or something where you're just scrolling or mm -hmm. like, you know, watching 
watching mind-numbing videos that you won't remember a minute later. Like, I love how we can we can find natural, healthy lifestyle choices that are alternatives to just kind of the degenerate scrolling lifestyle, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I think we live in such an interesting era because I think we have more tools available to us than anyone 100 years ago, 50 years ago. We have all of the world's information in our pocket. We live in this age of abundance. And yet sometimes I think a lot of us feel less happy than ever. And I think it's really about being intentional with your time and learning how to kind of what makes you feel good in a healthy way, as opposed to that sort of short term instant dopamine hit, which maybe doesn't like sustain you, right? Finding what really resonates with you, finding your purpose, finding those sorts of deeper sort of things. I think that as used as tools, a lot of these things can be incredible, but it's much easier to, um, to get pulled into sort of these mindless scrolling or whatever, right? Like a lot of these social media companies, they know full well, like this is, they know what they're doing, that their goal is to get your attention, right? Because that's how they make money. And so they'll do that. However, if that means getting people angry at each other, rage, anger is one of the most common emotions, right? To like, like, or like one of the most engaging emotions. So social media companies want to make us hate each other. They want to make us all, right? Like stay engaged on their apps so they can run more ads. Exactly. Um, I think people can often feel, they sort of feel like they're connected with so many other people because when you're on there, you know, you're seeing a million people every day, but you're not really connecting with people, you know, it's kind of a fake, a fake version of back in the day, you know, you had, if you wanted to see anyone, you had to go outside and shake somebody's hand and tip your hat and whatever, right? But now you can get you could sort of feel like you're fulfilling some of those um, kind of innate human desires when you're really just sitting on your couch kind of scrolling through videos, right? Absolutely. And I think a great example of this as well is in the past when people used to catch up with each other, right? Like, let's say you haven't seen a friend in a long time. You might, you look at some of the letters they used to write. And these are long letters, right? Where they, they're deep. They're asking all these, you know, the very personal questions. They're like, it's trying to really share what's truly been going on with you. And I think not to say social media is all bad, right? But I do think that that's not like, you you sort of lose some of that, I think. For sure. And I love how what you're doing through apps like Shellevate is like using the tools that we have available in this like, uh, you know, unprecedented, all the tools available time, right? <laughs> um never before have we had these kind of resources and you're you're taking that and twisting it for for something totally positive which i love thank you yeah and that's kind of my goal because i think in there's sort of a a real like i think there's kind of like a realism which is that meditation just like as it stands is kind of hard to get into to be honest it's not necessarily the easiest thing for most people and i think the looking at why the apps that we spend our time on are so engaging and so addicting, right? And then saying, hey, what if instead we made something engaging and addicting that actually leads you to a place where, or leads you to a much more positive sort of habit? And I don't think also, like I also view Shellevate as something that maybe helps you 
get to a place where you don't need, like you don't need an app. I don't think you need an app to meditate, right? But I think that it might help a lot of people who are, especially, you know, if you've spent your, if you're used to scrolling all the time and you're used to those short dopamine hits, really regaining your focus is a very challenging thing. And I think using those strategies to help people kind of on that journey can be powerful. 100%. Yeah, I love that. Can you tell us a little bit about the the app itself? Like I've I've dabbled in it a little bit. I'm super excited to build my streak up. It's kind of like, <laughs> um, I don't know if you've ever had Duolingo or anything, mm -hmm. but I love the streak idea where you're you're motivated to keep that little flame going, you know? Can you tell me yeah. a little bit about the app and what what kind of inspired you? I love the turtle theme and stuff. Tell, just talk <laughs> to me a little bit about all that stuff. Sure. So I can talk. So basically, Shellevate is designed to gamify meditation. And how it works is, you know, when you meditate, it's very simple. It's a very simple interface when you're meditating. But every day you meditate, you build a streak. Um, and yeah, like Duolingo is another great example of an app that harnesses that streak. And I think Duolingo is also a great example of those sorts of gamification elements being used to sort for something positive, like learning a language, right? Um, but yeah, so that's one part of it, which is you want to build this streak and you want to maintain this, this streak because, you know, once you're 10 days in, oh crap, I want to keep that, you know, I don't want to lose it now. I've put some effort in. So there's that sunk cost effect, which I think can help people can continue that streak. And then you'll also find that you'll find eggs after you meditate. And these mysterious eggs, you're like, oh, well, what do I do with this? Well, by meditating consecutively, if you meditate three days consecutively, you can hatch that egg and find a turtle. And I hand drew uh, a bunch of turtles. And then I used like some like programming to like effectively make hundreds and hundreds of turtles from those designs I drew. And so there are hundreds of unique turtles to collect and find. And some of them you need to be meditating like 30 minutes a day to even find those eggs so the the higher the longer you're meditating every day the more rare turtles you can find and then in order to hatch them you have to meditate consecutively and so um it's it really kind of enables you to uh keep that uh to want to keep meditating just a few more days it's like oh you get your egg okay just two more days just meditate two more days and you can find out what's in that egg and so it just keeps people a keep keeps you wanting to stay on just a little bit longer. And then also it's a friend that you can add your friends as well. And so you can see how your friends are meditating as well. And um, that's also, I think, a way to really encourage you to keep meditating because seeing other people meditating is always very motivating. That's awesome. I didn't realize you did all that art and stuff. It's, it's yeah, beautiful. I drew the, the Lotus as well. When you're meditating, I drew that as well. Cool. Uh, there's a few small things that I did uh, like get from like, like the internet. But for the most part, it's like, it's my hand drawings. That's, that's incredible, dude. That's awesome. It's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, what, what inspired the turtle theme? I'm curious. <laughs> that's a very good question. I was out, out in the forest one day and I'm like, oh man, it'd be like, I had the idea for these eggs and I'm like, oh, like, I, I, it, this sort of vision popped into my head of, of like hatching eggs. I'm like, this, this would be such a cool concept. And I was really thinking about like what animal really feels the most grounded animal. And I thought about it for a while and turtles popped into my head. I'm like, there's just something about turtles that kind of makes me feel it's like very, um, 
I don't know. I, I, they're very slow and intentional creatures. And I thought it was a really good uh, symbolism for meditation. And I also thought it'd be really cool because I could draw on the shells of the turtles a bunch of different unique designs. So it would make a whole bunch of like customization possible. And then the name Shelevate popped into my head because elevation, elevate yourself, right? Turtles have shells, Shelevate. I'm like, okay, I'm running with it. And I took it from there. And yeah, I just sat down on my drawing tablet for a couple for hours and just drew a bunch of turtles and built that I built the app around that. And then here we are. That's amazing. Did you was this uh, meditation app something that you've always wanted to do? Or when did was that kind of when you came up with the idea at that time as well? So initially, I wanted it for myself. Fundamentally, initially, I was like, I really want, you know, uh, a meditation app that can keep a streak and do a couple of these things, just sort of something for myself, right? Initially, it didn't start out as a thing I wanted to like, you know, have a bunch of users on or anything like that. It just started as, oh, I think this would be really useful for myself. And so I built some like a really simple prototype for myself. And then as I kept using it, I'm like, hey, I'm really getting some value out of this. And I wanted to keep adding things that I thought would be would help me be engaged. And so I think being my own target customer has definitely helped because I'm very focused. Like I, I, I want to make the best experience for myself. And I think in doing that, I've, I think I, I, it's helped me build a really good experience for other people as well. That's awesome. I love that. So what's uh what's next on the horizon? Are, are you, is there anything you still have to develop in this project or any, any other ways you're going to spin it? Or do you have any new ideas coming up or what's going so on? <laughs> I always have new ideas. There will be more ideas. Uh, I have some very uh, interesting ones. And I'll, I, I can actually touch on that, but as far as Shellevate goes, um, my goal is so my I have an update that's going to be out in a couple of days, and it's just to improve a lot of sort of make the app add, add a little bit more interaction between users on the app as well. Add a little, add some, uh, just improve some of the small small issues that I've kind of come across or been have come to my attention. And then I have to learn how to do content marketing, which is going to be fun for me because my problem is I can build really well, but I haven't mastered uh, marketing yet. And so now is the time for me to open myself to a new new field I'm kind of uncomfortable with, right? Which is creating content and trying to get the word out and learning that as a skill. So yeah, unfortunately I've had to download TikTok. <laughs> and I'm gonna which is ironic, I know, right? But I'm gonna have to figure that I'm gonna have to learn that skill to try to spread the word and see see what happens. Totally. And that's, that's all part of the process, right? Um, that's, that's super cool. I love that you have the, the turtles that you can use as mascots for your marketing, right? You can make yeah. content with the turtles, which is awesome. Um, yeah. that it kind of reminds me of uh, Duolingo, not to keep bringing it back to that, but they, they have a very good kind of social media marketing team that, you know, they've got this like kind of weird little owl that like stalks people and like just <laughs> just fun stuff like people really get engaged on their social media so that'll be super exciting to to dive into that whole world and kind of figure that out I think that's awesome yeah and as far as what's on the horizon I have very I have lots of ideas I always have ideas that's my problem sometimes is I have too many ideas and it's figuring out what's worth building 
But something that's been floating around my head for a while and something I'm thinking could be really cool is actually another sort of gamification app involving uh, invasive plants, actually. Because I don't know if you're aware of invasive plants in the ecosystem, but it's a, effectively a lot of them are making are spreading and harming our harming native plants, kind of causing bringing other species close to extinction. Right. They're spreading and there's no database for them. There's nothing out there to help like figure out like live real time. Where are these plants? And so something I was I'm going to start exploring is actually trying to come up with a gamification gamified app for people to hunt, look for hunting these invasive plants and take pictures of them and then sending that to a database for for researchers so that they can help prevent their their growth and their spread. That's very cool. That almost sounds like um geocaching sort of but yeah. for, for plants. Why can't it be fun and then also help help the world? I think I think tech can be used in negative ways absolutely, right? Like there's a lot of people who are rightly have like concerns about, you know, like the direction of technology, but there's also sort of a techno optimism as well, where it's like, Hey, what if we, what if we use some of these tools to like make the world a better place to help people and like to help the world. And I think, I think there's value in that. I do think like, you know, I think there's some value in that sort of hope. I think there's a lot of value in that. There's, there's kind of two ways you can look at the world, right? I've heard a lot of people, they're like, they watch, especially people who are dialed into the news a lot and stuff. They're like, oh, the world's going downhill. Everything's going to, you know, explode and we're all going to die. And then there's other people who are like, we have so many opportunities now. Uh, we're talking across the country in real time. Like, you you know, you could fly anywhere within 12 hours. It it's It's a crazy time and you can look at it either way so i love i love that optimism seeing technology as a tool that we can use to to make things better versus you know the world's going downhill and everything's gonna yeah end up in a big explosion <laughs> there's a, a great greek myth though which is the myth of pandora's box and in it uh pandora opens this box and or jar and unleashes all the world's evils, right? All the darkness and horrible things into the world. But right at the very end, as they're all escaping, she slams the lid on. And the one thing that stays in the jar is hope. And I really like that sort of symbolism because that hope can conquer all of the other evils because with the hope, it sort of transcends. Like when we lose hope, we I think we we succumb to our darkest tendencies. And I think there's... It's important, especially in an era when things are moving very quickly and things are changing and there's lots of things that can, you know, maybe be concerning. I think recognizing what's within your control and what's out without outside of your control and then seeing how you can maybe help or make a difference. I think that's that's personally what resonates with me a lot. That's amazing. I love that so much. Thank you. Cool. Can as we uh draw to a close shortly, can you can you talk to me a little bit about um, the process of developing an app? Because most people have never done that. I've never made an app, but yeah. what's that like behind the scenes? So I use something called Flutter to make apps, which is a sort of a framework built around a programming language called Dart. And to kind of put a high level sort of understanding of what it is, imagine you're kind of describing the location of different objects on your page, right? You're maybe saying, oh, this one is takes up this much space, this one takes up this much space. And then you can kind of 
explain in the code how when you click on it or tap on different things, sort of what what different things will happen. And it, there's definitely a big learning curve uh, for sure. Like I've been programming for a long time and uh, it's taken me a while. It's taken me a while to master these sorts of things, but um, it's, yeah, so that's kind of what a lot of it entails. Um, I do think it is not e easier than people might think. I think it's not taught very well. Um, but then, yeah, so like building the app is a big part of it, learning how to like, you know, build a database and build all these different things, build it back in the front end. And then releasing it on the App Store and the Play Store is a whole other thing too, right? Where I have to get it approved by Apple and get it approved by Google to even get it onto the their respective stores. So that's another part of it. And then there's also like the UI, which is the user interface. And that's kind of like designing what it's going to even look like, right? So there's the creative side that comes into it. There's a sort of a technical side. And then as I'm discovering as well, by trying to market it as well, there's a whole other side of it as well, which is how do you, you know, how do you spread the word about something like that? How do you kind of get people to talk about it? So it's, you have to feel, you feel like a bit of a jack of all trades when you're trying to do something like this, especially by yourself. Yeah, I can imagine. What what kind of advice would you give to someone who, who has an idea, but they don't, uh, they don't know where to start. They they want to get into maybe programming or making an app or something. What what would you say to someone like that? First thing I'll say is to believe in yourself. I think a lot of people, especially because of the school system, have kind of come up with this fear of failure where people are very scared to even try because they think they're going to they they think they're going to fail, right? And the second thing is if you fail, that's okay. Failure is actually good. Failure is what is the, the best way to possibly learn. Uh and so yeah, try. Like the best way to learn how to code is honestly through trying to make a project, trying to make something like this, right? And you probably won't succeed with the first thing you do. And that's okay. That's awesome. That's awesome that you've that you've tried because once you try, like the only thing that's gonna come out of that is you're gonna learn a bunch. You're gonna learn a bunch about system architecture, about coding, about all these different things. And you know what? If you keep you're like success is directional. And if you focus on kind of where you want to go and you just shoot for your ideas, like what's the worst that's going to happen? That's powerful. I love that. Thank you so much, Jacob. <laughs> Thank um, you. Do you have any, any last, uh, last words, anything else you'd like to expand on before we finish up here? Hmm. Um, In regards to meditation or the app specifically. Meditate. meditate. Do it. Yeah. Cool. Try it out. <laughs> totally. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Jacob. It was an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Thanks so much for having me. And yeah, best of luck with the podcast. Always, always great to see you, see your ventures as well. Yeah. Thanks, man. Awesome. And until next time, peace and love, bro. See you, man. Bye. Cool, man. Hey guys, thanks again so much for listening to this episode of the Dode Mode podcast. I'm super proud of Jacob and all the stuff he's doing. Super excited to see where he goes with this stuff. And I definitely recommend that you go download Shellevate and start meditating right now. It's, it's such a healthy practice, such a good thing to get into. And now it's more accessible than ever, thanks to Jacob and Shellevate. Thanks again for listening. Thanks to my brother Duke for the music for this episode. And I will catch you guys on the next one. Until next time, peace and love.
Bye.